10 podcast with Mary Griffin. I know it's been a while, but life has been crazy. You guys know how that gets, but I can't think of a better episode and a better guest to get the ball rolling again. Um, this is such a unique experience for me and I'm really excited, um, to get insight on this amazing guest that I think you guys will absolutely love. So without further ado, welcome David. I'm going to butcher your last name. Istir. Istir? Istir. Okay, got it. <laughs> he is the founder and CEO of Gutsy Organic. What is Gutsy Organic? Um, it is an organic plant-based snack company that nourishes the good bacteria and helps balance a healthy, uh, healthy gut. Um, yeah, I mean, gut health is so in, so I'm really excited to take you guys along this journey. But David, welcome and thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you, Mary, to, for having me on the show today. I'm very excited to, uh, you know, to, uh, to talk about our business and uh, our background and also, you know, with linked to your background and, you know, um, you being an athlete and also what, what you went through in life. I think, you know, the subject of uh, food and, and good nutrition is, is top of mind, especially after COVID nowadays. So excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited. I think it's so like trendy and the worst way to put it, but gut health is really kind of coming to light. And I think this episode's like a perfect segue to kind of introduce another whole section of life and how to make it healthy. So, I mean, if we just want to go right into your background, give the audience a little bit of insight of who you are, where you're from growing up, just things like that. All righty. Well, you, you might be uh, able to tell from, from the accent that I'm not from uh, the U.S. originally. Um, I'm actually French. I was born and raised in France uh, in a little village in the southeast and uh, come from a very middle class family, hardworking family. And uh, my, my father was a, a French rowing uh, athlete uh, and champion, and he dabbled into many sports. So when I was growing up as a kid, you know, I did plenty of competing sports from cycling to tennis to ski in the winter because we're near the Alps as well. And uh, but I ended up really kind of like picking up a basketball when I was six years old. And uh, that stick with me for, for a long time because I ended up going to play for a small college in the 90s uh, in Orange County, California, called Golden West College. And um, that really was a foundation for me of what I do today, you know, sport is still a big part of my life, but uh, obviously I, I'm in the food industry. Um, I started Gutsy uh, about five, six years ago, actually, and we can talk a bit more about Gutsy afterward. It didn't start like Gutsy as a name, um, but uh, yeah, from France, um, been since growing up, I've watched the NBA. It was not very popular in France at the time in the 80s, you know, and uh, I just had a the bug for the US and um, ended up when I was younger doing an exchange in the summer uh, in Seattle and just wanted to come back, managed to come back uh, to play ball for a year. And then I was like, how do I come back and, uh, you know, live here and, and do business? And 
after a stint in England for six years, um, I ended up moving to the US in 2007. And uh, the goal was to bring very healthy innovation in food that were existing in Europe uh, to, uh, to the US. And uh, uh, yeah, I was coming in 2007, launch the first fruit squeezes for kids then a super popular called uh, Go Squeeze uh, for a French company. Uh, and then from there, I was like, many parents were like, you know, we kind of eat our kids' snack. Uh, there's, there's nothing for us adults. It's a, you know, it's a shame. So I was like, ah, uh, nothing for adults. Um, parents like the format of the pouch as a snack. Let's do something. So I started uh, my own venture a few years back. It was not called Gutsy. Uh, it was called Energy Fruit. And the goal was to bring uh, better snacking um, and become the kind of vitamin water of fruit snacking with fruit and vitamin. Uh, and um, that's how everything started. And we, we can, I'm sure you have plenty of questions about that first venture. It's not called Energy Fruit anymore. It's called Gutsy Organic. We can talk about what happened, you know, in the process. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think there's so many questions just from that short bit of you talking. But I think number one is obviously you're a very worldly guy. You've been places, you've lived certain areas and countries and cities. Do you think having a background and honestly not being from the States has honestly given you a better or new perspective on the food industry? I know coming from an American myself, I know there are stereotypes between our food, what we're putting ingredients into food. So I would love to hear more about that. No, absolutely. I mean, obviously I'm French, so, you know, we, food is a, is a way of living. We love food in France and, uh, you know, for, for us French folks, you know, it's a first and foremost a product. It's not about what it's going to do to your body per se in terms of, you know, is it going to give you energy or is it going to give you that? It's more about uh, the pleasure of food. And so test is very important. And I think that was part of, you know, um, the journey with our product and our snacks first, they need to test great because if you're going to develop something that's healthy, uh, but doesn't test great, it's going to be hard, very hard for people to kind of sustain this. Um, so it, I mean, my French background obviously has played a role in this and having worked also in England, you know, for all the healthy food companies, I worked for the first meat-free product, uh, called corn foods that was way ahead of its, its time in terms of what we see nowadays with also like kind of plant, uh, meat alternative, like, uh, beyond meat and impossible food and so on. So I had a very kind of interesting, uh, foray into working in food in Europe and, um, I think it brought kind of a different dimension to, um, to me kind of launching my own company in the US, you know, and I think, as you mentioned, you know, Americans kind of apologize for, um, you know, the food sometimes thinking a lot of the food is junk and stuff. There is a lot of bad stuff, but there's also a big revolution in the food industry in America, especially since all food, I think the last 15, 20 years, you know, there's, there's been a, an explosion of like better foods products. And uh, we're only at the start of this, I think. And, uh, you know, nowadays, like Europeans start to eat more McDonald's and that's the other way around. You know? so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, yeah, you definitely are hitting the nail on the head. I think it is an up and coming huge kind of moral and like, honestly, like what people are looking at nowadays. And I think with education and things like this and people like you, I think we're heading in the right direction of kind of understanding more about food and there's a lot to learn about nutrition. Um, so I would love to get into starting your own business journey, the highs and lows of it, 
the success and failures. I know you didn't start with Gutsy. So give us the whole rundown of what was life before Gutsy. So, I mean, I, you know, I did my training into uh, like uh, CPG corporate companies, you know, bigger companies. So I think you kind of get spoiled when you work for big companies because you have to worry about your, your role in the process, but you don't appreciate how the whole kind of operate, you know, uh, you think you do uh, until you start on your own. <laughs> and uh, for me, it was, um, you know, having launched Google Squeeze for a big French uh, food company. Uh, and it was a pretty quick success. I mean, we, um, we, we came to the US, we were the first fruit squeezers in 2008. Obviously, the economy was not great. So it took two or three years to get uh, some mass, but then it accelerated extremely well. So, and quickly, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this is only the start. I'm going to do the same on my own. And then when you go on your own, you realize you don't have the support mechanism behind you. Um, money is, is, is uh, very important. And I never really had to raise money prior to starting my, my first food venture. So that was some kind of a, a hard awakening in terms of having the cash to do what you want to do. Because, you know, the food industry is a, it's a super competitive place. Uh, where you also have very tight margin and you have big players. So you do need, uh, you, 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 you need to invest to play uh, per se. And it's becoming even more nowadays, actually, uh, with bigger startup uh, raising 50, 20, 50, 100 million of dollars we've seen in the, uh, Beyond Meat and so on. So the cost to entry is tough, you know. And for me, that one coming from a very middle class background was, was a harder one to to do initially, um, I had first put my money and my savings in it. Uh, and then I had friends and family, which was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And then I had a, a few kind of family offices that invest in, in companies uh, that invested initially, but it was a very small amount when we started. And thankfully it was because the first venture we had kind of uh, with energy fruit and the fruit and vitamin in a snack didn't really uh, work for us. and. Uh, if we would have had more cash, we probably would have pushed it longer and probably uh, had a big crash with a lot more uh, damages, in, in, you know, in the future. So, you know, it's just, uh, as I say, it's, it's a bit like uh, life, you know, yeah, it's up and down. And, you know, the thing today with entrepreneurship, everybody thinks it's very sexy and, you know, it's glamorous and a thing to do. And you see all the success story online and, you know, and on social media about it, but, nobody really kind of tell you or prepare you for actually what it's really like, you know, and the background of the struggle and having to worry about if you're going to be able to pay people or if you're going to be able to make your product because you have enough money to make it. And, you know, all those things that, you know, you not, no, nobody really talks about. It's not that sexy. Um, and initially it was tough, you know, we, we, uh, we could have gone broke so many times. Like I was like, that's it. We're done. You know, um, that, I probably can count this on like 20 times at least where I was like, that's it, you know? And then you, you, you dig deep and you, you, you find the resilience to, uh, to keep it going. And I think the big thing for me is that we've done that without uh, screwing people along the way uh, by not, you know, a lot of people that just be like, well, we're going to do what we need to do and we are going to pay you. Uh, we haven't done that. I'm very proud of the business where it is today. And we'll talk more about what we are, but um the, the start was, was rough, very, very rough. Yeah. I mean, 
not a 10, the whole premise of this podcast. I mean, yeah, that was far from a 10. That was more yeah, like a not a 10. Yeah. We're laying it down flat. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing. I mean, what you said is so right. It can be glamorized and it you see the success stories and you see people making businesses out of their garages, but no one really talks about the setbacks and kind of getting to that point. They just see the end result. So I would love to even just talk more about that. So you were on the brink of bankruptcy a couple of times. Was there one thing that kept you going or mindset or what kind of gave you that extra push to be like, okay, maybe it's this time around. I just, you know, it, it it was uh, two things really. I think one was like a, belief deep down that um, the the snack format of a pouch for adults was still viable. Uh, it's just that what we put in it was not really uh, connecting with with consumers and and folks around there. Um, so that 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 was the, the the first aspect. And the second aspect is really kind of a, um, what happened to me already in, during that process where I started freaking out a bit because. You know, my friends and family are not millionaires. So the money they put with the business, it's like, you know, they lose that. It's a lot for them, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to let people down. Like, you know, so you you tend to put so much pressure on yourself. And I just basically, uh, I came to a point where I was, I, was, I was breaking down. And I was like, if we keep doing what we're doing today, we're just going against the wall. And um, I started to kind of become physically sick uh through like physical physical reaction to my body like having rashes and having acid reflux and and also mentally just you know falling apart so kind of a friend of mine recommended to uh, an herbalist in new york city um uh, to to see how i could heal my body and mind kind of like and try to stay sane in the process while i was trying to figure out what we were going to do with this business and i ended up going to see an herbalist and i discovered the power plant to in my body and uh, that's when I discovered and I was introduced to prebiotics, uh, which are the kind of hero ingredient for gut health in our, in our current product. And that really kind of in the space of a few weeks to a month, um, I cut down my consumption of alcohol quite a bit at the same time uh, and uh, just healed my body. And that was like the high moment of, you know, that's what we should be doing for folks because I'm sure there's many people that have experienced what I experienced. Uh, that you know and so we had the delivery mechanism with the patch it was just about putting the right ingredient in it and the right ingredient was you know uh, organic plant-based foods with uh, uh, gut healing uh, ingredients like ginger dandelions so botanicals and also prebiotics which we can dive into because i'm sure a lot of folks will have never heard of prebiotics everybody i've heard of probiotics to a degree but prebiotics is kind of a new uh, um, a new and unsung hero for uh, gut health. Today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, thank you for sharing. It is crazy to think how everything in our body is connected that stressing in life and hardship can have a physical impact on you. And then what you think would work doesn't work. So then you go to a completely different like tool to use. And that's the thing that really helped you. I mean, and it sparked your kind of creation and passion for prebiotics and all this other good stuff. So yeah, I mean, that's the perfect segue to getting into Gutsy Organic now. What is it like the morals behind the company guys? 
everyone listening, especially if you're an athlete, I know a lot of you are athletes. So listen up. I've tried the product and I believe in the product and it's going to be my go-to snack when I am on the sidelines in between practices or during practice. It's an awesome snack. They taste so good and the ingredients are awesome. So like, I'm not a BS type of gal. So I'm telling you straight up, it's good. And I believe in the product. So yes, give us the lowdown on Gutsy Organic. I appreciate it, Mary. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, man. So, so just to kind of, we were talking about the other venture and stuff. And so what I had to kind of say to everybody like this, if we keep doing this, it's not going to work. And everybody was like, well, you got to make it work. Uh, you know, uh, you can't just give up like this. I'm like, well, I'm just telling you that the format, the product is not going to make, make we, we're not going to, we're not going to make it. And so, you know, everybody was like, this guy's lost his mind, you know? And I, so we stopped, I stopped making product and I said, we need to, and I, that's when I had the idea for the prebiotic and, plant-based to your body and so on and we pivoted to Gutsy but we did you know it took it takes some time to go and design a new packaging and and, and source the ingredient and, and find a manufacturer that can make it so we probably we stopped selling anything for six months and everybody was like this guy's lost his mind like uh, we had a, a family office investors that were a bit more developed and they were like what's what are you doing you know and for me that that was uh, the, the biggest lesson about belief and, uh, you know, at some point, and that's a big thing nowadays, it's, you have to see reality for what it is. And if you want to brush it under the carpet, at some point it's going to come and bite you. Uh, and we would not be today talking about this business if I would have listened to everybody saying, no, you need to keep going with this. So to cut a long story short, we became Gutsy uh, 2014, 2015, roughly, uh, as, as a business. And the, the, the platform was all about uh, organic, plant-based, eating foods uh, that are good for your gut. Uh, and, you know, I, I became really passionate about discovering more about what is this gut health stuff going on. And, and you know, and it, it, it really kind of came about gut health was, came, there was more research that came out with the discovery of the genome and the complete genome. And, and, and so uh, scientists could research more of this black box, which is in the middle of our body, which basically uh, process our food, digest it or push or flush things out or actually uh, let your body absorb it and stuff so you can function at your best. That's why, you know, 75%, for example, of our immune system is in our gut. And that's very, that's a very important. And for us, it's like the gut is at the center of our body for a reason, because it acts as a common center for overall health. And you see it like across the pond between, you know, like it's, it's, it's really a, Everything is linked to, uh, to the gut. So immune, the immune system, the metabolic system, uh, gene expression, you look at hormone balance and also cognition. Everybody now talks about the, the whole, I'm sure you've heard of it, but the whole discussion about the, the gut-brain axis and the fact that actually when, you are, when you're hungry or you have a food craving, it's actually not your brain telling your gut that you're hungry, it's your gut telling your brain that's something that needs to happen there or that something is happening. So, uh, for example, food craving are all about people that eat a lot of sugars. Um, the gut and the bad bacteria in the gut are going to want this sugar to push the good stuff and to overgrow. And that's when you get like, you know, um, uh, your gut barrier get broken and you, you, you get uh, 
leaky, leaky gut and stuff like that. So anyway, so we believe that the gut is very important uh, for overall health. Like and so our whole platform is to provide product that, you know, um, take care of, of your gut. And prebiotic is really the unsung hero because everybody has been talking about probiotics, but scientifically, um, probiotics are still a lot of placebo out there. Uh, in terms of because, you know, when you have a probiotic, for example, we have 100 trillion bacteria in, in our bodies, a majority in our, in our gut, a lot in our gut. And so you have good ones and bad ones. When you have a, a probiotic, you add more bacteria to your, to your body. Uh, per se, the problem when you add them like that uh, is that um, when, you, when you have like some kind of food or beverage or kefir, for example, um, you have acidity in the throat. So by the time you, you have this bacteria, they all die before they get to where they need to go. And we also have like probably like uh, thousands of species of different bacteria. Uh, when you have a, a yogurt or a, a kefir or something like that, you only have one or two. So you don't have the diversity. So, the, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, but what I'm saying is that there's still a lot of research that needs to be done in terms of understanding how everything operates. And like this, prebiotic is the unsung hero because it's plant, prebiotic are plant fibers. And basically they are the, the plant and the food that the good bacteria you have in your belly uh, feeds on so it can thrive and, and overthrow all the bad guys. So um, we really believe it's important. And we, I mean, I love prebiotics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's so interesting. Like the hot topic right now is probiotics. So diving more into like, the difference between the two prebiotics like how do you go about that is there like a natural consumption of them like is there like a lot of people are like oh get your probiotics and eat your greek yogurt like where do we find those prebiotics and like what what does that look like so you do i mean you do have with fermented yogurt and and and, uh, and, and kefir and things like that you can have it through dairy um but you can also have it from um, um from plants so kombucha for example uh, fermented food with kimchi and sauerkraut, it's excellent source of probiotics uh, that are natural and plant-based as well. Um, so, so I do, I do, you know, especially since COVID, I, I want to be more plant-based in my diet. And so I'm not just trying to say, hey, just eat gutsy, uh, because you have to have a diverse kind of like a diet per se, and the food you eat is very important. Um, so I went and, you know, experimented a lot with um, I have kimchi, uh, I have not kimchi, I have kombucha every day. I love GT's kombucha. Um, I, I, I cut it with water because the sugar is a bit high in it. So I'll do that. And then also I do a lot of fermented food. Uh, and, and, and obviously you can do a bit of dairy. I think if you can do, I do more cheese than yogurt. Um, I think there's certain um, cheese that are very rich in, in uh, vitamin D and also calcium. That have some, you know, some some natural probiotics in them that are, are good for you and easier to digest for for folks. So, you know, it's it's about like really having a, um, a balanced diet per se. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Trying to have seventy five percent at least of plant in the organic plants, you know. Yeah, and I want to reiterate: it's ninety five percent of our health is connected to our gut. Ninety five. 75 percent 75 i'm like i'm like 95 75 yeah. i mean so high wow okay that is so crazy it is very yeah. you know that's where everything kind of when when your body get attacked that's where everybody everything is being kicked on so you can yeah. and then your body can 
like in yeah. itself, you know? Yeah, everyone take care of your gut. Wow. Um, yeah, and like more into the company. I I mean, if anyone listening, what you imagine when you see Gutsy Organic, we what we kind of agreed on was like uh adult go-go squeeze. Like it, it's that pouch that you can re-screw the top. Um, and yeah, you just eat it like a pouch, super easy to carry it's around. Sure. Yeah. Um, give us the lead on, on the flavors, the ingredients. I mean. I tried three of the four flavors, all good. I'm excited to try another one. I'm like, I don't want my supply to end, but they're really good. <laughs> no, for sure. And so the, the, it's, it's, a good, it's a good analogy. It's like a, an, an adult go-go uh, squeeze. Um, it, it's just more, it, the, the product is developed for adults. So it's got more flavors that are obviously combination of flavors of superfoods, you know, with, for example, the blue one you mentioned as um, raspberry, uh, blueberry, and beet inside. And uh, we have like strawberry, kiwi, kale. So we have very good combination of very flavorful uh, fruit and veggies, uh, tr- trying to stay healthy. And we also have botanicals, which are, are delicious and zesty because we add uh, dandelion and uh, ginger uh, in them with prebiotics. So it's a bit more... Uh, I get those, you know, more like at night to kind of heal your body and before you go to bed and stuff as a dessert kind of thing. Um, the, the fruit and veg line, because it's also has uh, complex B vitamins for energy. Uh, they are great for the morning or, you know, as we said, like for uh, a pre-workout or post-workout kind of thing. And to that degree, that's why we, you know, we, we, uh, we connected with you because we, we work with, um, tons of athletes and our brand is not developed with athletes in mind, you know, uh, but athletes and uh, performance dietitian and, and coaches love it because it's complex carbs that have no added sugar. It's got a slow glycemic. It's a great clean source of energy pretty much yeah. because that's what it does, you know. Um, and you work with the U.S. rowing team, correct? I mean, you yeah, work so with we, other athletes as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, a few years ago, you know, I was approached by the head of um, nutrition. And uh, since that, we've developed a partnership. Uh, the Olympians have been training with Gazi before going to the Olympics. Uh, we're on their fueling station in Princeton, where they train. Uh, we do a lot of events with them uh, in Florida. I was just recently uh, at Youth National. We're going to be at Masters National again in Florida in August. And, you know, and, and we just have, it's just happened organic, organically. We haven't kind of really reach, reached out per se um, to them. They just approached us and same with the head of strength and conditioning at, for the Buffalo Bills, the football team. Uh, oh, cool. reached out to one day, yeah, and it was like, you know, um, I've discovered your product at Wakeman's and it's awesome. I want this for athletes in uh, our, our fueling station. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's interesting because we have no protein in there. And it was like, no, they, they get a ton of protein, but they, they need good carbs. And it's very hard to find. And yeah. That, so. Yeah, that's so true. Um, yeah, and you mentioned Wegmans. Where else can people find your product? So we're very strong on the East Coast because that's where we're based. Um, so East Coast is, I mean, I've experienced both. I'm a fan of the East Coast, so I'm happy to hear. Uh, that's where I live <laughs> as well. Um, so although our plant is on the, is on the West Coast, but we, uh, we are in big retailers in the South, in Florida with Publix, for example, we are with Wakeman's in the Northeast and um, shows and market basket. And also uh, in New England, we are with uh, Anna Ford, 
Um, so a bunch of retailers. We have a few retailers. We have safe, we have with Safeway in Portland. So I know you're in Oregon, so you can check it out in produce. It's we are in the coolers there. Yeah. Um, and uh, also on Amazon. So you know, if we're not in your area, you can buy our product on Amazon. Hopefully soon we will expand uh, at just off the east coast and, and go a bit more inland and also on the west coast and so more folks can have access to uh, their healthy snacks yeah i love it that's awesome um and amazon i mean what's not on amazon so it's perfect it's fast good easy accessible love it um and then you guys kind of have like a slogan or a motto i don't know what to call it but it's be gutsy yeah so i want to hear all about that because it sounds right up my alley speaking my language what does that mean it's really i mean it it is really uh the the slogan is really about the what we stand for as a company and uh, the whole premise of like first in order to be healthy and to be at your best you've got to eat right so eating for good health so gutsy and then the b in it is all about uh, living your best version of your life on your own terms uh, while you also uh, try to impact uh, society in a positive way. Um, so the whole because stuff is about really kind of going for what you believe, finding your groove and your passion uh, and not giving up. So for me, my group was the food industry and, and also being active and, and sport, but more so the food industry and, and uh, nutrition. And so, you know, I went through all this adversity and almost went bankrupt and didn't give up. So that's really the, the, the biggest, the attitude of find what you really love, experiment in a process and stuff, you know, have this um, first for learning and, and, and always getting better and, and betterment and, uh, and just go for it, you know, and, and don't give up until you find a way to make it happen. So yeah. that's the good thing for us. I love it. I feel like we're being gutsy right now. Like we're recording the podcast, like right? doing my thing. You're exactly. you're a great, a great guest with a great company. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, what a great slogan. And like people can hop on the train of what and coin their own term and own definition of being gutsy. So I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just awesome. Um, yeah, if there's anything else you want to say about being gutsy, I mean, go for it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would say is like when it comes to, um, you know, f- 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 it's a bit like for me, the lessons I've learned, you know, the lessons of life uh, that you get from sports and competing uh, in sports um, are really kind of, uh, for me, were like paramount to uh, to doing what I'm doing today, you know, and also like having the audacity to go and say, hey, I've worked in France for one year my whole life. I worked in England for six years. I've been in the U.S. 17 years now. And it's been a, you know, it's not like I knew people here or, or that gave me a job or just put me on the, it was like I went and, you know, did my thing and, and like from scratch, you know. And, and so, you know, I feel like the big thing are the principles you learn in sport, which are fundamentals, you know, learn the basics of, of and, and repetition when you, once you learn the fundamentals and put the hard work into what you do and obviously do something you kind of enjoy doing otherwise it's just you're never going to sustain it for a long time you know um is what i apply to uh, to to my business and it's the same uh principle with gutsy you know and and that's why you know when you see nowadays and a lot of folks for example they talk about like oh steph curry ruined basketball because every kids now wants to shoot from the middle of the court and stuff 
And it, 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 is, it is not the fact because people only see the finished product. They don't see the amount of work that goes behind this guy being, you know, the shortest kid and the skinniest kid uh, and, and what he had to go through to, and the work that he put through. You can do that shooting from the middle of the court once you learn and you put the time to shoot first from the free throw line and all of those things and you work backward. And then, you know, it's all about skills. It's not about just everybody wants a instant success, but you don't, nobody sees the work behind it. And it's the same in sport as it is in business. You know, you've got to have the discipline and you've got to have um, the resilience and the motivation to keep going with it. Yeah. Yeah. That like goes back to the point earlier about the kind of glamorized look of entrepreneurship is like, you just see the end result, but you don't see all the failures and setbacks and all that other bad stuff. Um, yeah. And you sense. know, it's, and it's like, you know, um, for every business that succeeds, there are probably like a hundred thousand that fell. And, you know, it's, you look at the NBA, I take the NBA because I'm a big sport fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how many, how many players have the chance just to play in the NBA, let alone, become a Steph Curry or Kobe Bryant of this world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm sure it's the same for you. You're like, you know, you're a lacrosse player and you're going through the motion now and stuff. And it's like, it's, it's tough, you know? It's, mm-hmm. it's like nobody sees, like uh, everybody sees like, oh yeah, I want to be a professional, you know, player or whatever. But to get there, it's like, there's a lot of competition. Yeah. And it's not pretty. It's not pretty. <laughs> no, you've got to really love what you do. You know? Exactly, exactly. So if there was someone like who came to you and they're like, I feel stuck or like, I feel like I'm not living to my fullest potential and I want to live a gutsy life. What would you want to say to them? Um, that's a very good question. Actually, <laughs> um, I will, I will say, you know, you got, I, I, I take a lot of, um, I actually went to see Tony Robbins when I was in Europe in 2005 and actually it triggered a lot of things for me. Uh, I was already doing some, but it actually gave me and it pushed my it pushed me to change my everyday life in terms of like you really have to take stock of where you are, like honestly, and and see like you know what are your goals or if if you don't have goals and what should your goals be, but like uh, you know where you are today, what is working, what is not working, are you enjoying what you're doing, and if you're not, then you just need to. Like try to find something else and that's something else only come with experimentation mm-hmm. and you got to try different things and then you see something start like sticking at some point right and then with that it's like once once you find that something that you think ah i like that i might be good at it i might be able to make some money doing that then you got to really put the the plan in action and say okay what are my goals for the next three to five years with this stuff uh, what are the steps I need to take to um, to get there, and just um, and just go for it, you know? Yeah. And I think in, nowadays it's like everybody is like want to double in everything, and doesn't give enough time to see if one you're gonna like it, and second if uh, you're gonna be good at it. Everybody just like oh I suck at this. Well, you try for ten minutes. How do you know? You know? Right, right. Uh, you're so right. Yeah, you gotta love what you do. Totally. It's a whole different yeah. world if you love it. And you got to be curious, you know, you got to mm-hmm. be, you got to want to learn, you got to want to grow and you got to be curious and try new different things and, 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 and give it a bit of time. You know? Yeah. Everyone take notes. That was good. I love it. <laughs> um, and then another like kind of closing question. What do you think was the key takeaway from 
your list of failures before starting Gutsy? Um, my takeaway was I was kind of lucky initially to be successful quickly with Gogo Squeeze, and I thought that that's what success was like, and the speed at which things will happen uh, was that, but it's it doesn't happen that often. Um, so, you know, it's like, for me, the takeaway was like, be patient, uh, but also be very grounded into reality about what is working or not. So you can adjust and pivot um, along the way, you know, because we, we all like, we all born energy. And at the end of the day, it's all, we all about evolution. We all evolve, everything moves, you know, and people want to see something that's working. Everybody gets scared. They want to stick with what it is. But nothing, you know, nothing remains. It's, everything is an evolution. Yes. Um, so for me, it was about, you know, smelling the coffee and, 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 and realizing that you were lucky before and now you have, to, you have to really put even more work if you want to succeed and you also have to change what you're doing. So. Yeah, so well said. Wow. Um, and then the final closing question that I have for you, which I ask all my guests is, what is something you're currently working on to better yourself in? Alrighty. So I just, it's interesting you just asked because I just finished, uh, I gave myself a goal uh, at the end of last year about uh, learning more about nutrition because a lot, a lot of my learnings and things about food has come through a learning by doing uh, and, and, and self-teaching. So I read a lot, you know, and so I felt that i I needed to learn more uh, scientific-backed fundamentals about nutrition and how the whole body kind of fully really operates. So, I, I took I studied a course at Cornell University, uh, a six-month course that I studied in January. I just finished actually yesterday. Oh my uh, God! Congrats! Thank you about health <laughs> and nutrition, and that was really a a, a great. Um, for me, it was a better about betterment and about also like improving my skill set and. And, and what I can learn for my business, you know? So yeah. I did, uh, I'm very proud that I did it, it initially when I started it uh, because you have to, it's, you have to do group work, you have to do assignments and, you know, it's like, you know, you just forget about like, mm-hmm. like school, right? And yeah. I was like, what did I get myself into? The first module <laughs> I was like, in January, I was like so busy with my business. And I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do? And then, you know, again, like uh, you have to stick with it. And I found a way to kind of find a groove and uh, I'm very glad I did it. It was, uh, I'm hoping that it would be very beneficial for yes. my personal wow. and also for my business. So. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I mean, good for you. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, school is not fun, <laughs> but, and especially what you do, you know, it depends yeah, what you do, right? especially with also starting a business and working at a business and having a whole job, you were basically doing two jobs right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but that's incredible. That, I mean, that's an awesome answer. I caught you at a good time, I guess. <laughs> very good timing. Could not have been better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you guys, go check out his product, this company. It is absolutely amazing. I really do think it's revolutionary. Um, David, if they want to find you on socials or websites, uh, where can they find you? So they can, you guys can check us on our website at gutsyorganic.com, G-U-T-Z-Y organic.com. And also at uh, Gutsy Organic uh, on on Instagram and uh, on uh, TikTok and Facebook. 
Yeah, everyone definitely check it out. It is worth your time. The product, again, so good, so credible. Love it. Um, I'm literally going to have one right after this. But um, David, thank you so, so much. I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. I know I did. And make sure to check it out again. But thank you guys for listening. Have a great rest of your day.